Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast, where we have conversations about what people have gone through and who they needed to be in order to get to the point of success that they've achieved and what they see ahead for themselves as well. And I'm really excited to have Trudy J with me today because I want to say like, you might be the first fictional author that I really, really know. And as an avid reader and as a non-fictional writer, that is a version of magic to me because I did have a minor in creative writing in college that I had to drop because we very quickly learned that Aaron is not fluffy. So <laughs> I'm really happy to have you here today for a conversation, but why don't you give everybody a introduction of who you are and what you do and a little, be more official about it all. Okay. I am a fiction author from New Zealand. Um, my pen name is Trudy J and I write an urban fantasy and sometimes paranormal romance um and I have been writing I first published in 2014 so a wee while now um I was writing before that I was a journalist prior to that um and that was just the first time I published a fiction novel and I have about I think it's six I want to say 17 or 18 novels now that are up and available online for um, anyone who wants to read them. Awesome. Very, <laughs> yeah. very exciting. So I have a million questions. Mm-hmm. Um, urban fantasy, and we've had this conversation, is one of the genres that I read. So not only are you a fictional author who sells their books, you're in a genre I happen to like. How in the world did you go from journalism type writing to fiction? Or was this kind of always something you knew you wanted to do? I've been a big reader since I was a kid. I always, I've, I've written, I, I kind of wanted to be a writer. I, I, and when I was younger, and never do this, if, if you're someone who's like 20 and, and you're thinking to yourself you'd like to be a writer and you think, oh, no, I don't know enough, just don't care how much you know, just start writing. Like I kind yeah. of said to myself in my early 20s, oh, I don't know enough to write books. And, and I was scribbling things, like I was, I was writing, but I, I, I sort of, said oh no I'll wait till later I'll wait till I'm a bit older um before I before I have a go at writing a book because I don't know enough yet or or whatever and that that was just me I don't know being scared of of taking the chance and right well being scared and I also think you know one thing we know is your imagination when you're younger is always you know that's when it's the strongest you have to do it on purpose now when you're younger it just runs away with you yeah, I watch my my daughter and she's just got this crazy imagination. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so so and then I I was got into journalism because I liked writing. 
Mm-hmm. Like I just wanted to be a writer and I didn't sort of mind how. And, and there's that feeling of like, oh, you, you can't, nobody makes a, a living as, a, as an author. You have to kind of do it. You know, you have to go be a journalist or you have to do something else that's more, I don't know, known as a, as a way to make money. Um, and, and then I was writing short stories. I had a creative writing group and we, we went through that. And, um, and then I just, I had an epiphany, actually. I got to a certain point in my life and a friend of mine um, her husband died actually it was very sad he was very young and I just kind of went actually this is this is what I want to do and if if people can die young like he did then I I need to sort this out and and go and do something and I that's when I kind of went no this is me I'm going to be a fiction author and I just went for it so you know what I really love about that is I think a lot of us have those moments. I think a lot of, if not everybody has a moment, if not regularly, where they question what they're doing, Mm. but they don't change their actions. They don't take the step. They don't do the thing. Mm. And I don't know that if you realize how brave, right? How brave that is that I call it the moment you fall and or are jumping or and are pushed off the cliff it doesn't really matter how you got there the end result is you're falling off the cliff yeah so what was it like when you first got that ball rolling and it's so interesting as i'm thinking here that to me what you do is different and it's not right to me what i'm thinking about because to me it's magic art (laughs) art in general is such magic to me that i'm thinking you're having a different experience than other entrepreneurs, but that's not the case. You still had to learn how to market and how to talk about what you do. Mm, So what are the things you've learned about how to put yourself out there when you are the product? That's quite hard, actually. Like when you're the product, when you're the person who represents your your product, you know, I've my books, but people want to know about the author as well. Um, You know, when you're buying, I don't know, something like a cheese grater, you don't care about who made the cheese grater, but people care about the writers, the authors that are making the books. So, so that's actually been a very big learning curve for me. That's been about trying to, because but a lot of me wants to just hide away and not be visible. And I've had to learn how to kind of step up and, and be more visible in my, in, um, to my readers and um, it just in general. So um, that's been a, definitely a part of the process that I have had right? to and work on. Right, and it's the yeah. same as other entrepreneurial businesses, you know, having to be the face of your business. And I do think there's an additional fear factor in there when the product is not just a service, but an extension of your imagination, an extension of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Such as writing or. Yeah, it does. Photography. I think maybe because I was a journalist before I I started writing novels and I mean, I wasn't a, a, like a hardcore newspaper journalist. I was a magazine journalist. I wrote um, my last job was working for a, um, a, we call them a polytechnic. Like um, I don't know what it is in New Zealand. It's like a a technical institution, some university. So university level, like after you've left school, university level, but some of it's not. So this place had, you know, there were people learning how to be um, builders and people learning yeah, how to be architects. Schools. And, we call yeah. technical schools. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So all different, but but it's like some of it was like there was nursing degree and education degree and all sorts of things. And I was the person who went around and got to interview them. 
and it was awesome like I and I would interview them about research they were doing so I always and they were people are often when they're doing research really um they get stuck in all of the jargon and I was a person who got to chat to them interview them find out about what they're doing and it was always exciting and then kind of translate that into the layperson's kind of you know why it would be exciting to other people so um and I kind of always got so many ideas and it was and, and that enthusiasm was something that I was always kind of always felt was really strong in me about the enthusiasm for people and and things in life and, and stuff around me and I guess it's the same for the books like I kind of have to translate that into being enthusiastic about the books and and everything to do with the books and being around oh that. my god so it's, it's so true I tell people that all the time in when you are marketing your business if you're not excited about what you do nobody else is going to be excited about what you do yeah yeah same for when I'm writing the book if I'm writing something and I'm like oh I'm just about to uh, fall asleep right. and this is I hard hate this. I have yeah I hate this and it's like well what is someone reading it gonna think right. so I always have to stop and go well maybe I'm writing the wrong you know like maybe I need to replot it I need to think you know something something has to happen you know they have to a it's bomb so, has to happen. you know I love it because it's so true like I was just talking to a client who is got a bunch of experience in one category, very technical business category, but she wants to do something completely different. And yet she keeps working more and more on this technical category because she has a skill set there. And all I keep thinking of is if you hate what you do, people are going to know that. People yeah. are going to feel that you'd really rather be doing something else. So one, you're like shooting yourself in the foot without even realizing it. But two, what a, you know, going back to your earlier point about don't waste the time that you have. Mm. And I watch people get stuck in those situations all the time. It's really easy to do that, though, because you you feel safe and secure, right? Like, you know that you know this technical area and you can do that. And and if you went over here, it's scary and not, you know, like you, it does take a lot to actually kind of go no. And I think that's why for me, it had to be that really sharp shock of this friend dying and and just me going, wow, that's that was you know, oh my gosh, like if I could, I could stay in this job forever and not be, not hate it. Like I, I, it was a job I liked. Right. Like you I really, right. I had that unhappy. same thing. I did yeah. have that same thing. I had a job. And in fact, we had a zoom retirement party today for one of my um, coworkers. And here it was 10 years later. And I joined the zoom call and it was so great to see everybody. So I too had a job that I loved with people that I loved, but mm-hmm. I also knew it wasn't really what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's how I felt. Like I, same, I had, friend, you know, good friends at my job. It was all those sorts of things. But I, I knew that I needed to take a chance on this other thing that was kind of, you know, deep inside me that I knew I wanted to do. I'd always kind of been working on it. I'd always had it kind of in the background. It had always been, you know, over here to the side and maybe a little bit too scary to, to actually sure. do. And it just took that kind of, that big thing happening well and the other thing that happens and you and you did this is in all of the coaching that I've done even back when I owned my franchise even back in because I did coaching and help people build businesses as part of my corporate job one of the things I've watched over and over and over again is 
people who are running toward something are much more likely to be successful than people who are running away from something, right? Like if you are complaining about your job and you hate your job and you hate this and you hate that and you hate everybody, and then you go and you try to create a business, you bring all that with you. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing what you're doing from a place of inspiration, from a place of wanting more, from a place of tapping into that desire, now we yeah. stand a chance at success. Yeah, you can feel the different energy, even as you talk about that, like just the idea of kind of being inspired and being excited about what you're doing versus trying to find something you don't hate. Like, like it's right. almost- <laughs> exactly something you don't let's can we just do something we don't hate (laughs) just set the bar there right how terrible i hope you're enjoying this episode of the ready yet podcast i know i really enjoy having conversations about who you need to be in order to reach new heights as founder and ceo of conquer your business i work with my clients at the intersection where what they need to do to succeed meets who they need to be to do it if you would like to have a conversation about your business, please reach out to me at Aaron at conqueryourbusiness.com. I got to know where you get your ideas from or if there's a place like I know you and I had a conversation a while ago and I don't even know what we we're talking about. And I said some random thing to you about how I have never in my life felt that there were limits or that I was not allowed to do something. It never occurred to me. my mind that does when you <laughs> it, tell me that. Like, I'm like, I have so many walls and, and right. things saying, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. Like, you yeah, do I that don't have of any of that. I have none mm. of it. Now, I don't expect things to be handed to me. I expect things to, to do the work in order to get them. I don't assume it's just going to be easy. So it's not an entitlement. But I really have never felt like I wasn't, if I wanted to do something, I would, eh, I could go do something. I could go do that, whatever that is. So I know from talking, you know, in the moment that we had that conversation, you're like, oh my God, that's, you know, then I got very excited because you're like, I'm going to make a character who does that. Yeah. So I got a little bit of a glimpse, but so for someone like me, because the ideas that I get in my business are in response to what I see people needing. I talk to people about the challenges they're having. And when there's themes, like everyone's asking me the same question, okay, now I know what I need to focus on. Mm. But what's your version of that? How do you even know? How do you so get inspired? It's, it starts a little bit with what I want, right? Like it's mm-hmm. a little bit selfish because, well, not selfish, but it's like I know that I like to write about magic. I like to write think about things that are like I've always read that. Like I, I, I just mm-hmm. don't like it. Like like I would much prefer to a story that has a little bit of magic in it. And I like romance, and so I like a story that has a bit of romance. So there's that there's that structure there. Like I'm going to have romance, and I'm going to have something magical, and then I will some. It, it's like being out in the world, right? So the 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 times that I am most inspired are when I'm out in the world talking to people or going to things. Like I used to love. Um, I haven't done, you know, the world is different now, but, you know, back in back in the days beyond, I used to go to things like go to theatre productions or go to, mm. I used to go to opera. I love opera. I, I don't get that opportunity as much now where I live, but, you know, um, or go to art exhibitions or go to that, or just anything. Like it could be anything. And something will just strike a chord with me. You know, there'll be just some little, like that conversation you and I had. And I was like, imagine this person being so confident in themselves that they just knew that whatever they did, they, you know, like it was just like, wow, that's kind of, 
it was <laughs> it just seemed magical to me at the time I was just you know um and something like that like I've had I was watching my first series that I wrote I was watching the MTV awards one year this is years Mm -hmm. and years ago and they had like a dark circus theme like it was scary clowns and broken down ferris wheels and that kind of stuff and I was like wow that's kind of cool like I could do something there like I just so that was the idea that I started with um and then that got mixed with fantasy island at, you know that program from the seventies. Yep. Oh yeah, the plane, the plane. <laughs> yes, yeah. I watched. So, oh yeah. yeah, and I loved, I loved the idea of how they would grant these wishes, and you'd sometimes get these awful people coming on the island, and they would want these. You know, the wish was something you were kind of like, oh, they they're horrible, and they, you know, but then the island would always grant the wish, but it wouldn't be quite how they wanted it granted or something. They would kind of be teaching them lessons the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah, and I kind of thought, well, that's kind of interesting too. Like I could kind of have this. Anyway, so then it created this this carnival circus where they grant wishes and the wishes aren't always don't always quite turn out how the people think they're gonna do or whatever. So well, so you there's, know that an, there's an aspect of that where you're listening to your own intuition. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You're you're listening to the ideas that come. And so many people are very shut off, right? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. only did you take the leap and now you're doing the thing. But you listen to the downloads you get. You listen to the intuition, the sparks. Yeah, yeah. I think and you have to. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you and, say and you have to. You like it's, right, you say you have to. I 100% agree you have to. But most people don't realize yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know what happen. it is about about writers and in fact I don't think all writers write the way I write for example like there will be people out there and I plot and I do all sorts of other things and I um I know all about tropes and universal fantasies and these these are kind of things that, that give you some structure and kind of like so I'm talking about a trope say in romance there's the enemies to lovers trope which is a kind of common theme that you know and I I love enemies to lovers but I hate reading about friends to lovers which is, you know, like, but for instance, you know, so these sorts of things like that, that's stuff that you kind of draw in as well. Like it's not just, but there's always that spark that kind of ignites the, that's the original story where you kind of, you have to go from some somewhere and then you just kind of roll with it and create something that kind of works. And then there's, and then it gets layered on. It's sort of a layering process, I think. Like there's that initial spark, the intuition that you have to follow because that's otherwise it's not going to be interesting to me, right? Like if I'm not writing about something that I'm kind of like, wow, this is fascinating. I, I don't, it, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be very happy. Like, like absolutely. And I'm just very, I don't know if I'm shocked or if I should be like, well, of course, but it just, again, it's such a parallel with being an entrepreneur yeah yeah it's just such a parallel overall with being an entrepreneur you know how do you put your business together in a way so that you're doing the things that you love doing Mm -hmm. how do you put your ideas in a way so that you stay interested in it so that you can do your best work Mm -hmm. yeah in order right in order to do your best work so one of the questions that i love asking people um not just what your successes are, because to me, I'm just still like a little starstruck with the idea that like, this person wrote a book. And then again, the other conversation we had where I mentioned an author who I had written and you're like, oh yeah, I know her. And I'm like, oh my God, you know her. <laughs> but tell me some stuff that hasn't worked. What it, what it was, I love sharing the, the deep, dark, icky failures so that people can learn. I'm, I'm big on letting, 
let my disaster, lo- you know, lessen your learning curve, right? What well, hasn't worked? So many things have not worked. So many things. Have we not would worked. take hours, um, <laughs> but things have worked, so it's not all bad. Um, right. I think I've so I've gone through this iteration. Like if we're talking my writing, right? So I've gone through this iteration where I started out and it was very intuitive, and I was just writing, and I kind of felt like I knew how to write because I was a journalist, and also because I had always read. You know, like so I knew I, I kind of felt like I knew stuff. So I was, but I, I wrote and I learned and I was going through. And then I reached a certain point where I thought, actually, I know how to write now. And and then I sort of started looking at the marketing stuff. Um, and then I decided it was about plot. Like writing a book was all about plot. And as long as you had these characters who went through certain things, then you know, that would be cool. And I wrote this book that was like had characters of being sort of created and they were they were doing they, they had personalities and they were you know good characters but it was uh, had done it about the plot and that series did really well and then I have since kind of realized that I am not it needs to be more about characters at least I need to work more on my characters and that was something so it's sort of like it's as I write I learn the new things that I need to figure out and yeah. and go you know like that I need to focus on and, you and just so get better at your skill the way everybody Right. Yeah. Everybody yeah. should always be looking at how can they do better at what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. So it's an iterative process, I guess. And I, but I think I just, some points along the way, I was like, right, I'm done now. I know everything there is to know. And then I kind of gone, that's actually, dangerous. <laughs> actually, no, not really. <laughs> um, that's kind of one of the things I say is because, you know, I'm all about being in charge as in making your decisions, taking responsibility. That's really the core of so much of what I teach. And, but I do warn people, be careful because as soon as you declare yourself in charge, the universe goes, oh yeah, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, I know yeah, how to no. write. I'm done. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that is definitely some things that happened to me. And, and then we were talking about the visibility thing. So, um, you know, needing to become more visible and also just to, like, I'm big on mindset. And I think you, we were talking before about how if you, you come at something because you just want something you don't hate versus coming at something because you love it or you're, you're inspired to do this thing. And I think that's a really good example of you're, what I've learned is that I need to be in an awesome place to be able to go out there and, and promote myself and my books and to feel good about that. And, and at certain times I haven't been there and I've been writing these books and then not being able to get out there and kind of say, Hey, look at my awesome books and look at me and look at what I'm doing. And it, and that's shown, I think, I think that yeah, shows. I heard, um, I was listening to a podcast, Kelly Roach, the unstoppable entrepreneurs, I was listening to a podcast and the way that she describes this, and I'm like grabbing onto this with both hands. If you're not running your business out of inspiration, then you're running it out of desperation. Mm, yeah. And I was like, aha, you know, it was mm. just a, you, I love my mantras. So it was nice wrapped up little package there. I'm going to write that down. Right write now. that down. <laughs> right. That is a, Yeah. Um, you know, give credit where credit was due. And she actually got her idea about that podcast from a post that she had seen from one of her clients. But if you're mm-hmm. not, and, and this was just recently, if you're not running your business and I would say your life, I mean, it's so much bigger than that, right? Your life, your relationships, mm-hmm. you know, we talk yeah. about relationships with families, with friends, with co whatever it is. If you're not 
making your decisions from inspiration than you're making them from desperation. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm learning. I, I think inspiration is where I want to be. Inspiration is kind of a big part of who I am. And, and you know, like even being inspiration to, inspirational to other people, like just kind of going, yeah, no, you can yeah. do this, like being that little cheerleader for myself, but also for other people around me and kind of, you know, that's that's oh. what I love doing too. Um, we, yeah, so it's it's awesome. We um, and I and I have, and, and talking about the inspiration versus desperation, I see that in the author community. Like I, it's it's really interesting that you you see people kind of then they just don't they're trying so hard and they they've, they've got a book and they want to get it published and um, and I do self publishing so there's um and so there's a lot of extra work in there um and they've done all the things they've been told to do and it's still not hitting the bestseller lists and they, do, they don't understand why and there's that real sense of like they're so desperate for, for it to work the and they just can't yeah that, right they can't figure it out and I just think yeah it's I don't even know I think maybe if you're if you're doing it for inspiration then maybe you just that's how you keep going and you um look at it as a journey rather than a than yes. a one-off thing but that's what we're always saying we have a podcast that, that I do and we're always telling people you know it's a journey this is not a this is not a sprint it's a marathon that kind of thing like it's don't expect a overnight success because all those right. overnight successes they're always you you um you hear them and they sound like they're overnight successes. I think, um, I don't know if anyone's heard of Hugh Howey. He was the first kind of big hit kind of with the self-publishing kind of era. And he and people kept saying, oh, he was an overnight success with this. He had a book called Wool, which was kind of a dystopian novel. And, mm-hmm. and um, that was actually his 10th or 11th book. Like, right. it wasn't an overnight success right. at all. The 20 doing years it. of work that came before the overnight success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no one had heard of him because he hadn't, you know, like, and so I just think, and if he didn't feel that inspiration, if he'd been feeling desperation throughout his career, he would have stopped on the, right. you know, the fifth book. He wouldn't have got there. Because I think the persistence that it takes, the tenacity and the persistence that success takes comes mm. from inspiration. Yeah. It can't come from desperation because like you said, you'll give up. It's just too exhausting and miserable. Mm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's hard. It's be inspired instead and have a good yeah. time doing it. So if yeah. people want to find your books, reach out to you, read these amazing series, what is the best way for them to find everything? Well, there's two ways. One way is you can, you can go to my website, which is www.trudyjwrites.com. Um, or you can go to Amazon. That's where you can buy the books. Um, so just go to Amazon and look up Trudy, T-R-U-D-I-J-J-A-Y-E, um, and you'll find my books. All sorts of books. Awesome. Well, thank you for spending so much time with me. I have no, I always try to do the time zone difference and I. It's, yeah. Okay. It's in the morning. It's fine. It's in the morning. I see. I was going to say it's in the middle of the night, but no, it's your okay. one day minus five hours ahead of us. So. Well, thank um, you for having me on, Erin. It was great. It was great to chat. Always good to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. 
or check out the Work With Aaron page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.